the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Personal finance. The second hour today, I'm going to be going over uh, lessons on financial planning and personal finance. Hopefully, you can tune in to that. But joining me now, Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Brit.com. How are you, Mr. O'Hare? Hey, Rob. I'm doing fine. Nice to be back with you. It's always good talking with you. Um, Obviously, we have a little bit to talk about today with um, Apple. On big days where, like, Apple comes out with an event and brings you two in, do you tend to pay attention to that, or are you just you're really more of a market guy and not stock centric? Yeah, I'm I'm more of a market guy, but of course, with with Apple, you have to pay uh, you have to pay attention because uh, it's one of the most widely owned stocks uh, in the institutional shareholder base. So, uh, if they were to Say something that was disappointing or what have you, and you know you saw some subsequent selling on that by these large institutions, then that's bound to you know have some market moving impact. But um, so I, I kind of look at it from the edges. But this is a unique situation, just given the the weight Apple holds uh, within the S and P 500 and the weight it holds in the institutional shareholder base. With that said, taking a look at your page one column, which is a must start, must read. How, that must feel kind of good to hear a nerd like me say that I start my financial news with you. <laughs> I appreciate um, that. But something jumps out, Scotland. And I'm like, had I started the year and said Scotland, somehow the independence mm-hmm. referendum would be an important story that Patrick O'Hare would point out to me, I wouldn't have believed it. Uh, yeah. You hit some pretty interesting things there this morning. Well, uh, thank you, and and I mean you're right. I mean it, it is one of those things, and, and that kind of just crept up out of out of nowhere. I mean it was in this in the background, and and the problem I think uh, as it relates to this issue now was that there was the a consensus view, you know, that this would not be an issue, and when that uh, YouGov poll came out over the weekend suggesting that you know Scotland may in fact now be leaning in favor of independence from the United Kingdom. Everyone had to, you know, take a step back and say, "Whoa, that wasn't supposed to be the case." And so it's been thrust front and center. Um, the curious thing is, you know, everyone's, you know, paying attention to what it's done to weaken the, the pound. But, you know, if you were to look at a chart of the pound, um, you know, its weakening began, you know, certainly prior to what this latest episode has revealed. Um, so this is a continuation of that, and and perhaps maybe. You know, retrospectively, what the weakening in that pound was suggesting was that there was, um, I think, insider 
knowledge is the wrong terminology here, but maybe there was some smart money insight into the idea that maybe this was, in fact, going to be something that the market was going to have to contend with. So I don't think that it's a real big issue from the standpoint of if Scotland did, you know, vote in favor of independence that, you know, global markets are going to, you know, melt down on that particular issue. I think what's important for the markets is what's this doing to the U.S. dollar, right? Um, the U.S. dollar is strengthening against really, you know, all major currencies, uh, the yen, the euro, and now the pound, and that's going to raise some concerns about the earnings prospects for multinational corporations. And so I think that that's one of the, the main overhangs, that our takeaways that we can uh, pull from this Scotland issue that has now uh, caught everyone off guard. With that said, you brought up the stronger dollar, and there's a couple things happening when the Fed Reserve starts to raise interest rates, and I think it looks like a 2015 event, you might agree. Uh, that should strengthen the dollar. Are we in for 18 months or so of a stronger dollar, and what would the ramifications likely be in that scenario? Sure. Well, you know, what the stronger dollar could potentially do is actually buy the Fed some time, frankly, um, because it's going to have a uh, counter effect on commodity prices in that it will help lower dollar-denominated commodity prices. And we've seen, you know, crude futures come off um, noticeably in recent weeks. And that then flows through into inflation data uh, as uh, energy prices come down. And so uh, so stronger a stronger dollar would help uh, keep inflation pressures in check. And so if you get sort of this continuation of this muddling through economy, even though the, the Fed is likely to be done with its asset purchases, you know, by the end of October, um, it, there's still not a uh, – we don't think that the, the Fed, notwithstanding a few vocal uh, hawks, uh, is, is going to be inclined to, to raise rates, you know, sooner rather than later. And as far as the market sees it right now, you know, it's looking for the latter half of 2015 uh, for that first rate hike. But if you get a continued strengthening of the dollar and inflation rates that start to trend lower as a, on account of it, um, you may see the Fed stay on hold for, for even longer. But, um, you know, right now I don't think it, it's uh, uh, creating any concern, undue concern anyway, in the market about the Fed raising rates uh, sooner than anticipated. Now, I know we can't, of course, predict this, but if jobs continue to improve slowly like they have, and the jobs report wasn't great last Friday, but it wasn't horrific either, um, the economy could kind of work because people have jobs, people spend their, spend their paychecks. That helps the economy. The economy helps Wall Street. How much longer can this bull market have in a best-case scenario in your mind? Uh, it could have quite a bit of time, frankly. I think if, if – because uh, I think I mentioned last week, I think the way that the market is interpreting things right now, it sort of has this – this happy medium, if you will. Uh, you get some soft data, and it suggests that the Fed's not going to raise interest rates. Okay, so, you know, you have rates staying at the zero bound. That's supportive for equity valuations. Then on the flip side, it tries to convince itself, too, that, okay, if we do get higher rates because the economy is strengthening, well, that's good for, <clears throat> for earnings prospects. And so, you know, we can live with that. You know, we can live with this transitional period from ridiculously low rates to slightly higher rates and still be okay, uh, especially if the U.S. economy is, you know, working comparatively better to other economies in the developed markets. And so, um, so it's an interesting dynamic going on right now, and it's one of those things that I think 
would help be supportive in the event you do get a you know a long-awaited pullback in the equity market that's really just driven by price exhaustion more so than you know any other you know significant piece of news that we you know can't take account of right now because no one knows the future but um, but you know if you get rates that are kind of like hanging steady um, and you have inflation that remains in check uh, and you have companies that continue to buy back their stock and earnings that continue to grow perhaps at a you know low double-digit rate um, then there are some fundamental forces in place there that would suggest the bull market could could persist for a while. Speaking with Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst, Briefing.com, guy who really puts the markets into focus and sense that's digestible and easily understood. Is there anything that you're working on, Mr. O'Hare, that I didn't hit that you think we should be paying attention to? Well, you know, we, we do have the FOMC meeting next week, and, um, you know, that's one factor in my page one column today. I said that the market's really just kind of in this period of assessment, right? You know, it's taking into account all a lot of different factors right now. We talked about Scotland, you know, there's the dollar strength, it's the continuing geopolitical angst, um, you know, the Apple's special event today, and then, and then you've got, of course, the FOMC waiting out there next week. Uh, and some hawks. Uh, granted, they're in the minority, but they're making some some vocal uh, opinions uh, heard about the idea that the Fed might need to alter its language to suggest that you know you might see a, a rate hike occur faster or sooner than anticipated. And, and I think that the market care, careful attention to that meeting next week in, in the wake of the employment data we saw on Friday uh, to get some sense if the the language is going to be changed or if the Fed's going to continue to sort of just stay the course with its current directive and. And that will likely be deemed supportive here for the equity market. So that's something to keep a close eye on uh, as we move into September. Thanks very much. That's Patrick O'Hare, Chief Market Analyst with Briefing.com. They provide independent uh, live market analysis over the U.S. and international markets. Uh, they've got columnists that you know have had their jobs for 15 straight years. They're not you know consistently changing. They're not pulling kids out of journalism school. These are all economists and CFPs and CPAs and um, pretty hardcore data, pretty hardcore data with certifications that I give a big thumbs up to. Um, they break up calendars. They, you know, they cover the day's stories. As Apple announces product, they will slowly, you know, update their website to show you what's being brought out. They do momentum stocks, uh, industry insights. Uh, they talk about ETFs. Seriously, there's plenty enough there to be had that I give it a big thumbs up, and that is an endorsement that is not paid for in any way, shape, or form. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Amazon has just launched a drone store on their website, dedicating a section exclusively to the devices. Um, they have some tips to encourage buyers to fly responsibly. Prices on the remote-controlled machines run from 36 bucks to $1,300. So drones seem to be one of those stories that's not going away. Uh, got a big event coming up Thursday evening, the 11th. That's this week. Great way for you to show support for the show. Come out, hang out, have some wine, have some cheese. Um, 6.30 to 9 at the San Jose Airport Hotel, talking Bay Area Wealth Strategies, really geared for just how crazy this place can be. Should you jump jobs, your 401Ks, your 403Bs, your stock options, getting married, being single? The ramifications on wealth are pretty huge. I know a woman who 
basically dumped a fiance because he wasn't, you know, taking that next step and getting married. Got another fiance and she's getting married uh, because the financial ramifications. Her biological clock is ticking in, in the Bay Area. She's got a pretty good job. It'll be interesting to see what happens when when that baby comes and uh, that paycheck disappears. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. You can sign up for that event at robblack.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.